Hi guys, a beautiful morning to you all. Today's Bible reading will be taken from Exodus 26 and Exodus 27. And our memory verse quoted from Exodus 28 verse 36. You shall make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it like the engraving of a signet. Holiness to the Lord. Let's take a few moments to ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes, open our ears and open our hearts to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to be saying to us today. In the previous chapters, we saw how intentional God is about everything. We saw how he, how intentional he was with the altar and so many other things. And in this chapter, we'll be understanding more of that and seeing how intentional God is and so many other things. Let's get into today's Bible study. You shall make an altar of akeka wood, five cubits long and five cubits wide. The altar shall be square and its height shall be three cubits. You shall make its horns on its four corners. Its horns shall be of one piece with it, and you shall overlay it with bronze. Also, you shall make its pans to receive its ashes and its shovels and its basins and its forks and its firepan. You shall make all its utensils of bronze. You shall make a grate for it, a network of bronze. And on the network, you shall make four bronze rings at its four corners. You shall put it under the rim of the altar beneath that the network may be midway up the altar. And you shall make poles for the altars, poles of akeka wood, and overlay them with bronze. The poles shall be put in the rings, and the poles shall be on the two sides of the altar to bear it. You shall make it hollow with birds, as it was shown you on the mountain, so shall they make it. You shall also make the court of the tabernacle, for the south side there shall be hangings for the court made of fine woven linen, 100 cubits long for one side, and its 20 pillars and their 20 sockets shall be bronze. The hooks of the pillar and their bands shall be silver. Likewise, also the length of the north side, there shall be hangings 100 cubits long, with its 20 pillars and 20 sockets of bronze, and the hooks of the pillars and their bands of silver. In this particular chapter, we see that God showed Moses the pictorial representation of what he wanted them to build. And now he's giving him specifications, telling him what to use to overlay something, what material, use bronze, use akeka, would use gold. God was so intentional about a tabernacle. Why won't he be intentional about your life? God was so intentional about the intricacies and the, the details of an altar. Why won't he care about what you care about? Are you joking? Are you playing? You are crying. Something is making you sad. It doesn't make sense to other human beings. But God cares. I'd like you to know that God will not pamper your insecurities. But then he lets us know that it's okay to cry. It is okay to feel all the kind of emotions, but it is not okay for you to stay sad. It is not okay for you to stay, to stay confused. It is not okay for you to stay jealous. It is not okay for you to stay bitter. Moses was once a murderer, but he did not stay a murderer. Jacob was once a thief, but he did not stay a thief. Those emotions that you are feeling, tell it to God. He understands. He wants to hug you. He wants to show you the way to go. If it's your hair that is bothering you, 
tell him. If it is something else, tell him. He cares. He truly, truly, truly cares. Let's finish up this chapter. And along the width of the courts on the west side shall be hangings of 50 cubits with their 10 pillars and their 10 sockets. The width of the court on the east side shall be 50 cubits. The hangings on one side of the gate shall be 15 cubits with their three pillars and their three sockets. And on the other side shall be hangings of 15 cubits with their three pillars and their three sockets. For the gate of the court there shall be a screen 20 cubits long woven of blue, purple and scarlet thread and fine woven lining made by a weaver. It shall have four pillars and four sockets. All the pillars around the court shall have bands of silver. Their hooks shall be of silver and their sockets of bronze. The length of the court shall be 100 cubits, the width 50 throughout, and the height 5 cubits made of fine woven lining and its sockets of bronze. All the utensils of the tabernacle for all its service and all its pegs and all the pegs of the court shall be of bronze and you shall command the children of Israel that they may bring you pure oil of pressed olives for the light to cause the lamp to burn continually. In the tabernacle of meeting, outside the veil which is before the testimony, Aaron and his sons shall tend it from evening until morning before the Lord. It shall be a statue forever to their generation on behalf of the children of Israel. God even told Moses who would do what. A lot of people are confused about their lives, what is going to become of them, their current situation, and what's going to happen to them in the future. Moses saw the tabernacle even before it was built. God can show you what your life will look like, but the process is necessary. Another thing about we humans is that we cry because we don't ask the right questions. We are just always praying, praying, praying. It is good to pray. Please pray without season. But there is also a time when you need to ask God questions. Ask Him questions. God, what would you have me do? Where would you have me be? Who would you rather have me befriend? Who would you rather have me be in a relationship with? Who would you rather have me bless today? These are questions you can ask God. We move on to chapter 28. Now, take Aaron your brother and his sons with him from amongst the children of Israel, that he may minister to me as priest. Aaron and Aaron's sons, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar, and you shall make holy garments for Aaron your brother, for glory and for beauty. So you shall speak to all who are gifted artisans, who I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they may make Aaron's garments to consecrate him, that he may minister to me as a priest. You've been chosen. You've been separated. And many of us live like we have not been chosen. We live like we have not been separated. We live like we have not been made holy. You know better than this. You know too much to live the way you live. You've experienced God too much to keep doing all that you're doing. You know that there's a part of the Bible that says that there are vessels for honor and vessels for dishonor. 
each and every one of us have been given a mandate each and every one of us have been given a purpose but something that most people lack to acknowledge is the fact that it's not everybody that will blow it's the fact that it's not everybody that will be stinkingly wealthy in the world's definition aaron would have been wrong to say that he wanted to be a fighter for israel when he has been called to be a priest you will be wrong to step out of what god has given to you to say you want to serve him another way that means that you have decided that you will not fulfill your purpose imagine a freezer saying i want to become a microwave a microwave is important a freezer is important imagine a blender saying i want to start cooking how a blender has been called to blend to mix to crush but instead it wants to start bringing out fire a freezer is as important as anything it helps preserve food it has been called to freeze to take below room temperature that is what it has been called to if once a freezer decides that it does not want to be cold anymore that is the day that the freezer becomes useless don't become useless start working in the purpose in which god has called you to be and see what the lord will do for you he will decorate you for glory and for beauty just like he decorated aaron and his children we move on and these are the garments which they shall make a breastplate an effort a rope a skillfully woven tunic a turban and a sash so they shall make holy garments for aaron your brother and his sons that he may minister to me as priest they shall take the gold blue purple and scarlet thread and the fine linen and they shall make the effort of gold blue purple and scarlet thread and fine woven linen artistically worked it shall have two shoulder straps joined at its two edges and so it shall be joined together and the intricately woven band of the effort which is on it shall be of the same workmanship made of gold blue purple and scarlet thread and fine woven lining then you shall take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of israel six of their names on one stone and six names on the other stone in order of their breath with the work of an engraver in stone like the engraving of a signet you shall engrave two stones with the names of the sons of israel you shall set them in settings of gold and you shall put the two stones on the shoulders of the effort as memorial stones for the sons of israel so aaron shall bear their names before the lord on his two shoulders as memorial you shall also make settings of gold and you shall make two chains of pure gold like braided cords and fasten the braided chains to the settings you shall make the breastplate of judgment artistically woven according to the workmanship of effort you shall make it of gold blue purple and scarlet thread and fine woven lining you shall make it it shall be doubled into a square a span shall be its length and a span shall be its width 
and you shall put settings of stones in it, four rows of stones. The first row shall be a sardius, a topaz, and an emerald. This shall be the first row. The second row shall be a turquoise, a sapphire, and a diamond. The third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row, a beryl, an onyx, and a jasper. They shall be set in gold settings. And the stones shall have the names of the sons of Israel, twelve according to their names, like the engravings of a signet, each one with its own name. They shall be according to the twelve tribes. In this entire chapter, God gave specifications on how to design Aaron and his children's attire that they will use to serve him. Please follow God. Please know God and ask him for this purpose that he has called you to walk in so that you, you can walk in it beautifully. If you are walking outside of the purpose in which God has called, called you to, you are not walking anything. As beautiful as your life may seem, it is. It is not as beautiful as what God has purposed it to look. Imagine diamond that people are shooting themselves to own. Gold that people are killing themselves to own. God was freely using different kind of precious stones to design their outfits. Are you playing? We move on. You shall make chains for the breastplate at the end, like braided cords of pure gold. And you shall make two rings of gold for the breastplate and put two rings on the ends of the breastplate. Then you shall put the two braided chains of gold in the two rings which are on the ends of the breastplate and the other two ends of the two braided chains you shall fasten to the two settings and put them on the shoulder straps of the effort in the front you see how almost boring it is to actually read this chapter why do you think that is it is the same with our lives let's take the people we look up to for an instance these people have worked they have spent countless nights burning the midnight oil, studying times when they were crying in their private room, in their bedroom. We didn't see them, but when they are out in their full regalia, we envy them. Why? But all the tears, all the sleepless nights, all the things that they had to go through was necessary to make them what they are, to make them what you are envying right now. Please don't despise this process. Please don't despise this journey. It might seem boring. It might seem tiring. It might seem depressing. It might seem like nothing is going to come out of you. But in the end, when they see the full regalia, when they see the full outfits that God has designed, artistically and intricately designed, they will envy you. They will want to be like you. So stay where you are. Stay with God. Wait on the Lord. Though the vision may tarry, it will not tarry. It will come. Let's finish up this chapter. You shall make two rings of gold and put them on the two ends of the breastplate, on the edge of it, which is on the inner side of the effort, and two other rings of gold you shall make, and put them on the two shoulder straps underneath the effort towards its front. Right at the seam above the intricately woven band of the effort, 
they shall bind the breastplate by means of its ring to the rings of the effort using a blue cord so that it is above the intricately woven band of the effort and so that the breastplate does not come loose from the effort so Aaron shall bear the names of the sons of Israel and the breastplate of judgment over his heart when he goes into the holy place as a memorial before the Lord continually and you shall put in the breastplate of judgment the Hurim and the Turim and it shall be over Aaron's heart when he goes in before the Lord. So Aaron shall bear the judgment of the children of Israel over his heart before the Lord continually. You shall make the robe of the effort all of blue. There shall be an opening for his head in the middle of it. It shall have a woven binding all around its opening, like the opening in a coat of mail, so that it does not tear. And upon its hem you shall make pomegranates of blue purple and scarlet all around its hem and bells of gold between them all around are you looking for a fashion designer look up there my daddy is there are you looking for an architect look up there my daddy is there do you need inspiration inspiration day inspiration is plenty we move on a golden bell and a pomegranate a golden bell and a pomegranate upon the hem of the robe all around and it shall be upon Aaron when he ministers, and its sound will be heard when he goes into the holy place before the Lord, and when he comes out, that he may not die. You shall also make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it, like the engraving of a signet, holiness to the Lord. God wants to make your life a memorial. God has separated you to be the holiness of the Lord. And you shall put it on a blue cord, that it may be on the turban. It shall be on the front of the turban. So it shall be on Aaron's forehead, that Aaron may bear the iniquity of the holy things, which the children of Israel allow in hold their holy gifts, and shall always be on his forehead, that they may be accepted before the Lord. You shall skillfully weave the tunic of fine linen thread. You shall make the turban of fine linen, and you shall make the sash of woven work. For Aaron's sons, you shall make tunics, and you shall make sashes for them, and you shall make hats for them for glory and beauty. So you shall put them on Aaron your brother, and on his sons with him. You shall anoint them, consecrate them, and sanctify them, that they may minister to me as priests. And you shall make for them lining trousers to cover their nakedness. They shall reach from the waist to the ties. They shall be on Aaron and his sons when they come into the tabernacle of meeting or when they come near the altar to minister in the holy place that they do not incur iniquity and die. It shall be a statue forever to him and his descendants after him. You've been separated. You've been chosen. Never forget that. And this is how we end today's Bible study. I hope you guys have a great day for you to invite in the Holy Spirit into your daily activities. I love you and Jesus loves you even more.